Oh, my levels are like off right now. Hello. <laughs> Hi. How's it going? That is so Welcome weird intro to... that you had when my levels are so out of whack. <laughs> Welcome to Hollow Hollow Hangout. Uh, my name is Edwin. <laughs> Always with me here at the on the fabulous whereby machine is Pam. How are you doing, Pam? I'm doing all right. <laughs> yeah. And Pam, Pam is completely yeah. out of her uh, jet lag now. That's good news. I think. <laughs> we will talk about we'll talk about my trip uh, later on. In yeah, it. we will. But I will have to say the jet lag. Is it I, real? I, 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 uh, <laughs> the thing is, though, I never got accustomed to the Philippine time. Oh, so yeah. Can you, can you really say that I have jet lag when... I was just turning off of four hours of sleep. You know, I don't, I don't know, because I've never went to the Philippines for just like a week. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like so. So, pro tip to those that are thinking of going to the Philippines: uh, try to get in as much vacation time as possible, because one week, that's um, not yeah. long enough. Yeah, it's not long enough. It's like it's like taking a day trip to like Chicago. It's not gonna happen. From <laughs> from you know, yeah, I mean, if you're from uh, Minneapolis, I mean, taking a day trip to Chicago ain't gonna happen. It's like you're in what your <laughs> six car drive, a six hour car drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's like most of the day is is driving. Gone. Yeah. And then if you need to drive back well then you're cutting your evening exactly. short exactly so like, yeah it's not gonna happen it's not gonna be a trip that's the i went i did i did <laughs> go uh to chicago not too long ago for a concert and that was fun and and yes i got to try jollibee there and i <laughs> I know that selling the selling point in Jollibee is mostly their chicken. Or oh, even their it's burgers. more than do they have that? burgers? Come on! It's more, oh, it's I know it's more than that. However, their spaghetti. Yes. I, I'm sorry. No, uh, that's all that I need from Jollibee. Their chicken is awesome. Yes, but I'm like, mm-mm. their chicken is fine. It's good. If I had a choice between Popeyes, KFC, or Jollibee. Uh-huh. I feel like I, I would still go for Popeyes. Yeah, That's same me. here. But if it comes to <laughs> if it comes to um um the burgers, right? Yeah. You know, and they have the spaghetti and they have the freaking tuna patties, the tuna the tuna things. Oh, I didn't see the tuna patties. And the, I think and the peach pies, the tuna pies and the peach pies. Oh yeah, the peach. Oh, oh my yeah, the peach. Gosh, those the are peach good. mango. Yes, yeah. peach mango pie. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I did try <laughs> that. I mean, I think I think the Jolly Bees differ. Uh, they do. Depending on location, because the one that we went to is kind of like a hole in the wall, yeah. and they the menu wasn't really as big as like the one in New Jersey. New Jersey's yeah. like, what do you want? Do you want a burger? Do you want spaghetti? Do you want palabok? Do you? Want? I'm like, yeah. you got palabok? Oh the, yes, please. <laughs> the one I went to in Vegas was a bonafide Jolly Bee. They had everything. Ooh. Yes. Okay good yeah so i was very happy over it over at uh over vegas plus they had the chow king across the across the like the main <laughs> area there and they also had a uh red ribbon next door it was complete okay that was like going to the philippines because <laughs> <laughs> you step out of the airport it's like the same thing there's a chow king over there there's <laughs> there's a jolly bee you know there's a big sign on narita big jolly bee sign when you got when you when you, you come off Actually, like if you go on, what do you, what do they call it? The freeway? Yeah, it's not highway, but it's like it's it's a highway. It's a highway. Um, it, all the jolly bees that you can see. Twenty four hours. They're twenty four yes. hours, and <laughs> that's hours. how it should be. Yes, yes. 
please. Hey, Jolly Bee, if you're going to come to Minneapolis, please be 24 hours. Um, there's uh, There are spots in the Asia Mall and Union Prairie. Oh, oh, there's plenty of spots in the Asia Mall. I mean, there's plenty of spots everywhere. Just come on by. And, uh, even, you know, even in Mall America, <laughs> I see that being a big hit. Oh, my gosh. They wouldn't. There would they would have to they would have to do uh crowd control in the mall of america like <laughs> they would have to like because every every filipino from here to from here to like denver is gonna go over there yep. you know because it's gonna be the closest yep. one at that point what's the closest one from you know the next one over is what texas chicago you know? oh, oh I I there's know. one there's one in like dallas or houston and there's like another one in the one next like farther from that is vegas you know yeah and then we would be the closest one would be in minneapolis and then chicago yeah at that point so darlie b there you go make your money here's you know i'll open up my wallet seriously one day <laughs> i'm gonna be like extremely hangry for filipino food i'm just gonna sit down on my laptop and pull up the jollybee headquarters and write them a personal email that says okay i'm tired of trying to scrape money to go to like either chicago or las vegas or even the philippines <laughs> exactly what and, do i have to do yeah and i mean kevin <laughs> in minnesota i just want i just want okay asia mall i i live far from asia mall i don't care if it's just as long as they're jollybee right if you're you know asia mall if anybody from asia mall is, is is listening jollybee chow king red ribbon right up there there's plenty of spaces on the second floor of the asia mall for those three you'll have and you'll have to, to mention, have you'll have to have to extend your 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 parking lot i will say this though i went to their grocery store and you you've seen the grocery store yeah not a lot of filipino products no, no. it's quite there's some you know, sad it's there's some but i feel well the thing is though i feel like there's there is enough you know shelf space yeah to put more filipino stuff in there but it's mostly like I it's think, mostly like chinese uh, thailand thai that sort of thing that's there i, yeah. I know they, but hey, I am they did just, have durian there that's a plus they had durian well, there. Of course you would note that. <laughs> they had they had a big end cap in their produce section the that's durian. The smelly fruit. <laughs> so that's a plus. <laughs> so yeah, I I guess, I guess. But I'm just saying, like, there are, there's like one type of like Filipino ice cream and that's the ube ice cream. Yes. But it, but was, it wasn't could, Magnolia though. That was a, that was a bummer. No, that's that's like I bought the one that Asia Mall has. Was, I, I think it's the San Miguel. Yep, the San Miguel variety. I mean, it's all right. I mean, yeah. you still taste the ube, but it's not as smooth. It's not as smooth as, as Magnolia. Magnolia. Oh. I wish they had Selecta here. That's the thing too. So it was either for me, it was either Selecta or Magnolia. Um, see, see. Oh well, yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, I just feel like. The Filipino population would appreciate Asia Mall more if they had carried a little bit more of their products. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, other and, than that, I mean, I, I like the idea that there are more Filipino grocery stores that are popping up, both yeah. in North and South. Yeah. There's even um, a couch at mine. <laughs> that was... That was that was oh, fun. Oh, in Filipino Village? Yeah, Phil, uh, Filipino Village is a couch. It was nice. Just sit there. It's like It's like the... Well, it's like Kerman knows, right? <laughs> Over there, like, right. like the the husband and the kids, they're going to just want to sit down while, you know, like your wife and mom shops around there. Yeah. You know, so you're just sitting there the, on like the, on the, the husband couch. 
Okay, nice. Well, it also it also helps Filipino village because they are like connected to a restaurant. Yes. So whenever you stuff yourself, but you don't exactly have the energy to go grocery shopping, you just chill on that couch for a little yeah. bit, have a little siesta if you want. <laughs> it's nice. I mean. <sighs> Casinos, casinos is becoming my in my top two. So I mean, I'm either gonna go what? Manila Walk or casino. You don't want to travel to Manila Walk? No, Manila Walk or Casino. That was my. Those are my top two oh, okay. right now. You know, number one. Neither it's of them not, are. It, neither of them are close to me. So <laughs> I know. But number one, you know, it's a lot less formal than than like going to like a poise. A poise. Yeah, or calzada. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's not nearly as as spendy. And I feel like no. that's like real Filipino food. Like you could just go into like in your shorts or whatever yeah. just all casual yeah go cool. yeah. in there with like pjs on uh, i want some uh let's see pancit i can get a kare kare over there. <laughs> you know it's like just you know you're just like going up to the counter it's awesome yeah it's like a lunch counter it's great <laughs> So. Yeah. So, oh, wow. This is one way to begin the episode. Us complaining about <laughs> lack of Jollibee. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? You're still, we're still, we're still <laughs> working on it. Yeah. Okay. Well, but. why don't we concentrate of what can we enjoy here that we can highlight? Yeah. So, Pam, you have something to say about a certain movie that like like won like a certain statue about yay big that's a little gold <laughs> okay so this isn't really a filipino <laughs> film yeah i just want to talk about it just a little bit um because it kind of hit home for me okay as as an asian woman um have you seen everything everywhere all at once is it everything everywhere or everywhere everything everything everywhere anyway, all at once all at once it has yeah. michelle yao as the yeah. uh, protagonist it's got, it's got short have round. you seen it um yeah. no i haven't i haven't seen it Yes, I know. I haven't even seen Dungeons and Dragons yet, but you know, you will. That's gonna be remedied soon. I know. It's um, a Showtime, isn't I it? I do isn't not know. Ah, I'm not sure if it's on Paramount. I don't think it's on Paramount. It's on one streaming service that I neither of us have. Well, Showtime is Paramount Plus is now with Showtime, so I can actually get both now. Um, so if it's on Showtime, then I'm good. We tried because I tried. I tried through Paramount. Uh, it says, "Oh, you need a Time account," and I'm like, "Okay." Interesting. Well, so, I'm still trying to figure that out. Or you could wait and do what i do and just wait until you go to the philippines <laughs> and you just go through the movies and i'm like oh yeah i want to watch that and that's how i watched everything everywhere all at once oh yeah and <laughs> i see a lot of movies and, that you way. know yeah and so i was told by my sister because like she did warn me that it may make you cry yes and i'm like okay i don't get it but then i watched it and it's basically um without too many spoilers it highlights the struggles between an asian mom with her asian daughter because mm -hmm. um, there is not only a cultural difference but there's also a generational difference and um and you could just you know that whole stereotype of like tiger mom yeah or whatever where <laughs> asian moms will be will like control every aspect of your life yeah um that really hit home to me because um when i was growing up like i would try to explain to my friends all oh, my my mom is really strict on my grades or yeah. whatever and my parents and of course they're like oh well at least your mom cares and i'm like can she lay off the caring a little bit <laughs> um 
And I do know as an adult by now, that's just how she knew how to parent mm -hmm. through through when she was growing up. Yeah. And it, this also was highlighted in the movie. Uh, I mean, everything was the movie itself was visually like aesthetically tripping. Yeah. Well, it's, like, it's science fiction, isn't it? There's a very yeah, science fiction aspect to it. It's science fiction. It, I guess you could say that it deals with like parallel universes. Yeah, that's what I as far um, as I can see in the trailer, it looks like parallel universe. Like, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like it's like that whole what Marvel is doing with all the parallel universes yeah. or the what ifs. Yep. And and then you mix it in with like the Matrix or something. Yeah. Just without without the fighting. Actually, there is fighting, just not that fancy. Um, <laughs> but it's it yeah, and it's like there's all these actors playing different types of characters. Yep. And it's I I I honestly think that it that the awards that that they won well deserved. Um, See, that's what I hear too. Like that's why I'm like I know you know I'm, I want to see it you know and there's a lot of people who've seen it tell me it's like yeah it's really good like it's like it it, it had it really had a right to win the oscars you know the best picture so it's kind of like because it was unique yeah. it was uh it wasn't like the same old story you know it wasn't you know they put a whole new spin on like on parallel universe and 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 like superhero type stuff and, you know without having a big think, marvel stuff on it and in my opinion you know you know how marvel tries to explain the science between yeah what parallel universes are yeah this movie doesn't, doesn't even do touch the science yeah. they make it they explain it through story yeah so you that figure it out <laughs> so that you know so that you know the non-scientific yeah. people can follow it still yeah um which is nice i think i mean i like that when yeah. it sort of just like lets you see the movie lets you see what's going on you know like you know like if i wanted to have it explained to me then yeah like i go watch star trek or something you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah i was not like i didn't know what it was about so i knew it was kind of trippy yeah so i was like okay so just expect like i was more like is this another crouching tiger hidden dragon where it's like all flare or whatever it kind of looked like there it. was the the flare has importance to it as to like crouching tiger where the flare was there just for the ooh ah yeah. factor wasn't it direct wasn't it directed by the same guy i don't think so the crouching tiger was, was by that, ang lee or oh it was just because it has michelle yo in it right like i know there was yeah. like some kind of like a like an attachment to crouching tiger yeah yeah and you know what michelle Yao, like she's so like i think she she's act this is her i think this is one of her like vulnerable roles uh -huh. like she's like most of her roles are like very empowered like fighting fighter female oh, sure yeah uh, with this one, she I think gives more shows more humanity and you know faults, and all yeah. all the characters are are like that because you learn that you know what. All, all, all the characters are flawed yeah. but they paint it so that they're like oh they're flawed therefore they must be bad no it's it's the whole they're flawed period yeah which but, shows humanity yeah. in any character right i mean i like yeah. it when even the protagonists are flawed yeah. they're not perfect you know is that the reason why you don't like superhero <laughs> yeah, a little bit like one of the it was a reason why one of my favorites like one of my favorite series is you know series is um movie series is uh is john wick because mm. he's flawed he's getting yeah. hit by bullets right he's yeah doing stuff that that you know you would sort of like second guess and stuff like that right like especially in the yeah. second second and third ones i've seen the fourth one but that's the reason why i kind of like that movie because it's not a perfect character yeah you know? so and i would i would suggest it not to just the asian community i would suggest it to 
to like everyone the reason why i want to highlight i want to highlight this in our podcast is because there are definitely like moments where they really hit the nail on the dot in regards to the struggles of what like the children of immigrant parents go through Mm -hmm. it's like they're trying to like find their place here in america but they don't know they don't know how to also please their parents do it's kind of yeah very weird um because it even highlights when michelle yo's character is like um she uh there's like a flashback of when she was a kid and um she was basically like like almost disowned by her father yeah. because of a decision she made and it didn't he didn't like it so she was like oh get out of my face you're no longer part have of the you ever have you ever seen have you ever seen the joy luck club the what or the book the joy luck club it was a movie back in the 90s i don't think it was so. one it was one of the first like major motion pictures i've seen that was like based on like asian asian culture you know i'll be at this one it was like chinese but it was almost sort of that same premise because it was two generations looking back and they were looking back at their mom and how they got uh, sort of like how she got what she you know she got to to the united states and like all the struggles and stuff and they're it's just basically like these these sisters are like playing mahjong <laughs> you know oh yeah and yeah. they're just telling stories and you know and it's like they were talking they talk about like you know like struggles and stuff like that and like trying to fit in and you know and like living you know like all these sort of like things that they had to like juggle through with you know like american culture and stuff like that it was it really like it was the first one that kind of i i learned about where you know like like someone you know that actually like sort of like showed what it's like to be like coming from a different country (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. and yeah it's like that and that's why it kind of reminded me of like what you were talking about it's just like you know i mean anybody who's ever actually been to you know who's who wasn't born here in the united states especially you know and then you you know you're coming you had to struggle through looking different even in elementary school you know mm-hmm. not knowing the language not knowing the yeah. culture you know not knowing i mean again esl class was was like carving pumpkins and halloween is an american thing here's how you do it you know it's like that yeah <laughs> you know and it's it is it's it's so fascinating to me that that especially like you know second generation um you know like you know people who you know like they know they're from like a different their their ancestors you know their 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 grandparents came from whatever country right yeah but it's still sort of detached you know Mm -hmm. and that they don't really know like like this like like where they came from and what that whole thing was all about like i hear i hear stories about like my grandfather you know and my great-grandfather like you know like traveling through traveling through the jungle to get to their parent you know to get to his family and he had to travel between like two islands you know just to make it and then they find an opportunity in this remote land and then he ends up like finding a town you know it's like how the heck every time i hear stories about that you know i'm looking at my own life i'm like what the heck am i doing (laughs) you know like do do i really do i have really you know it's it's almost like i'm sort of like detached from that sort of thing you know Mm because i get up in the morning i go to work i come back home you know i eat crap whatever (laughs) you know and yeah you know and it's it's one of these things where i never really like really appreciated like what it was like for my parents to actually hop on a plane give up whatever they had in the philippines hop on a plane and come here to the united states you know and the struggles that they went through even when i was a kid and my parents you know teaching me don't make you know don't don't let anybody take advantage of you and stuff like that and no you're you're a minority (laughs) here and and if they ever you know pick on you you punch them in the face you know that sort of thing (laughs) you know it's you know 
because they kind of know that you know like they knew about racism in the united states already you know right they already right. knew about like the prejudices in the united states you know it was like it wasn't foreign to them so they were sort of yeah. protecting me and my brothers you know on on that sort of thing and that sort of front but at the same time it's like we sort of they sort of let us go to do whatever you want but they wanted to make sure that we knew how to defend ourselves and protect ourselves and you know right. not make anybody <laughs> tell crap to us and stuff like that you know <laughs> what i you know i just think that when immig immig immigrant parents come here i do not think they fully can comprehend the complexity complexities of what goes on in their kids minds and experiences when you're trying yeah. to like figure out your identity where yeah. you know where you stand in the in society and all that stuff and i don't think i don't think that i mean i know my parents didn't you know because they're not going to school <laughs> you know Right. They're, not, they're not going through like the learning times and the innocence times or whatever the heck that is, you know, through that mm -hmm. whole entire time where where you're stuck in a room with 30 odd other kids, you know, yep. that and you're probably the only colored one. Yeah, I was the only. Actually, no, I wasn't. I was. <laughs> I, wasn't. I was. There was I a was Vietnamese kid in, in my, my class. elementary. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I mean, I remember getting picked on when I was in elementary school, you know, because I was different, you know, like, you know, we're, you know, we're, I don't think of it that much anymore because it's freaking eight, like eight, nine years old. I mean, yeah, come on, everybody was like, you know, being stupid, you know, they were stupid. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't, I don't think much of it, you know, but it's. I'm sure it affected me while I was a kid and then how I how I thought about you know how I developed as a person mm -hmm. I am sure it affected me somehow right even though I don't think right. of it now but my parents I don't think my parents would really know that you know because they were here they came here when they were like 35 36 years old already you know okay and yeah they already had like you know i mean my dad already knew about foreign travel because he was in the merchant marines mm -hmm. you know so he's been to like hong kong Jap japan already and all this other places and stuff like that so he's he already had that sort of like exposure to different cultures mm -hmm. you know but he's never been in the united yeah. states except for what he you know his his my we were my family was the last one to come from the from the philippines to the united states in my in my dad's in my dad's side of the family okay. so we were we sort of had an idea my parents i think had an idea what the united states was all about that's why they weren't really they were sort of like trying to protect us and not teach us how to survive in a sense in the, in the united states but right but i don't think they really knew you know which right. to their credit they made sure that we did not forget where we came from right no know? and that's that's a good thing yeah that's a good thing um, I, I just want to redirect redirect the conversation kind of back to the movie. Yeah, I do want to say that the what happens to immigrants regarding of race or whatever it was there, but it wasn't the emphasis of it. Because I honestly think that there's enough emphasis that you could find in other media mm -hmm. that you know this movie didn't really had to. It, it focused more on the detachment of the mother and the daughter yeah. because because of the culture shock and the generation gap um both both kind of uh, the daughter kind of felt like like the mother will never get her mm -hmm. and whatever she does try it's never good enough yeah. and um there was a scene um i'll make the summary brief as to not spoil it but she said to her mom you're just never gonna get me mm -hmm. you're just never gonna get me and it's probably and 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 that was it that was it like she thought that there was no solution and she was just going to like okay bye mm. but the mom you know the mom doesn't want to let go of her daughter but she herself doesn't know you know yeah. how to do that because she never had to deal with it when she was a kid mm -hmm. different experiences so. yeah 
Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it, you know, but. Right. I'm just, I'm just like, you know, as a daughter, you know, an Asian daughter growing up in America with immigrant parents, I'm like, geez, they really understood the emotions (laughs) of teenage angsty me. (laughs) I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, usually, you know, especially with writers, you know, they sort of understand because there's. You can't help as a writer to pull it, pull your own experiences in. You well, know? that's what makes it a good <laughs> so, movie because you movie. want to connect with your audience. Exactly. You know, it's kind of like not fake. You know, and like like oh, the writer must have like you know like really knew about this whole deal. You know, and yeah. So I because so I knew about the you know the flair and the science yeah. or whatever, but I never expected the soap opera. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I cried. <laughs> that, and it's the most awkward feeling to yeah. cry in an airplane. <laughs> I mean, people have done it. It's not as odd. I did. I, I kind of did when I... I was watching a Filipino movie that made me cry. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I saw... What was that movie? Um, uh, Mata... What was that? Um, Kita Kita. Holy crap, that was a sad movie. Oh, that one? Yeah. Wait, you watched that in the airplane? In the, yeah, because I, I flew Philippine Airlines. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Hey. I watched it on streaming and I'm like, oh man, I forgot how tough these Filipino you know dramas are yes that, if you're not able to cry what's your secret yeah what's <laughs> like like you gotta be made out of stone i'm sorry you know you know <laughs> <laughs> it's it is it, oh gosh yeah philippine airlines hey any filipino who wants to travel to the philippines you know i suggest try to get on philippine airlines because it's almost like a start of your vacation you know your filipino experience oh, okay. you know you got the filipino okay. movies you got the filipino food you know you got the you got the uh, you know, you got the the elders like not listening to anybody and like getting up in the bathroom when they're we're trying to like take off that sort of thing. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to uh, experience Philippine Airlines. Oh, it, um, is, it is an experience. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think the next time uh, I go there, uh, it will be longer for a week. Mm. And with that said, because my because my mom wanted to go to another island, I forgot which one. Boracay, I think. Oh yeah, that's close to Luzon. That's uh, I don't want. I don't know if you want to. Boracay is like why? Well, Boracay is different. It used to be like this parrot Like it was like the 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 best resort island in the philippines i don't know if it is anymore if i was I gonna thought go to it was f- either i thought it was either that or palawan yeah you go to palawan if you want to go to a oh, palawan sorry yeah if you want to go to like a like a like a like, like you know condonas cover you know of 10 best you know you know tropical resorts <laughs> you know you go to palawan oh, you know okay. you go to like el nido or or puerto princesa that's where that's where you go i would say the next best one would be Shark Gao, you know oh, i haven't heard i haven't and heard that one that it's sort of a it's a night it's a really cool island it's like one of those islands that like american tourists haven't found out about yet type thing oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know like they haven't they haven't like creeped in to that island but a lot of the like a lot of like the surfer people you know like people who like are oh, okay. really into surfing they go to shargao and oh, okay. yeah and it's like just one of those places where it hasn't been i guess like crazy you know, like hasn't been Hiltonized, <laughs> you know. Gotcha. In a sense, yeah. You go there, and it's cheap too. You go to like, you know, you go over to Palawan. You know, it's it's very touristy now. You know, it's very, you know, it's very. What is it? What is this thing called? It's very, um, in, you know, Instagrammable. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like that. 
you know. So to me, I mean, it's it's great. I, I don't know if I would go to Boracay though, but it's a good place. If you get, yeah, if you're gonna go there like longer, go island hopping. It's it's an experience. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, um, so, well, that's my reflection of everything everywhere all at once. If you're able to find where it's streamed, give it give it a go. Um, just bring Kleenex. You may <laughs> need it. Bring bring the jumbo toilet paper with you and. <laughs> Um, anyway, shall we talk about what's going on here in the U.S.? Yeah, let's talk that about the news. Filipino related. Yeah. Edwin, you found an interesting article? Yes. So here's the thing. Um, in the United States, right, one of the hardest jobs, in my opinion, because I've, I've done it for a little bit, is teaching. Okay? <laughs> oh, and yeah. Um, teaching to me is one of those, it's a very, it, to me, it's a noble job, you know, because you're trying to teach kids how to live life and try to get an education that way through, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that it's not paid well. In fact, one of my instructors, when I was going through college, I was actually thinking about becoming a teacher and I went through an education course and okay. the person, this was a, the principal of North Minneapolis High School where I where I uh, went to to do some student teaching right um, he told me and he told a bunch of like students right that were in the same program as I was mm-hmm. you do not get rich teaching if you're looking if you think there's money in it then you gotta go find a different profession <laughs> not know? even not even uh, college professors not well that's different we're talking about k-12 oh, okay. here right okay all right, all right. so <laughs> the so it's really hard to retain teachers in fact a lot of teachers you know they they find different professions they quit you know they just completely leave the profession yeah. and a lot of schools especially in the rural rural area right they can't find teachers anymore so a lot of school districts are becoming more creative where they find teachers one of these places right in colorado found teachers in the philippines so they interviewed a bunch of teachers in the philippines for them to come to the united states and teach in the united states through a visa program yeah physically okay so it's not remote yeah it's like it's like the of it's like ofw right overseas filipino workers right except except teaching except for it's teaching you know so they fly they 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 put them up in housing in in colorado and and then they go through through a visa uh, a work visa program I think it's like J1 or something like that. But they will teach here for X amount of years. And, you know, they can, you know, it depends. And they have to be sponsored by the school district. And that's exactly what they're doing. And some of them will, you know, they're making dollars, right? And as we know, (laughs) right? Dollars go yes. a very long way in the Philippines. Yes, right? it does. Yes, it does. Pam knows this, you know, firsthand now. I will talk about that yes. later. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if they have like they have an opportunity to become, you know, like actually go through the immigration process, you know, or kind of similar to what they did with nursing. With nursing, yeah. I'm not actually don't know if that's a thing. This happened. Uh, this happened about a year ago too, over in Wilmer, Minnesota, where the Wilmer School District hired a bunch of Filipino. Uh, teachers to teach elementary school here in the in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So it's giving an opportunity for you know Filipinos to come here to the United States through work. And you know, and there's there is like a whole slew of like Filipino teachers that are teaching elementary school kids in Wilmer in Colorado. You know, there's high school teachers, Filipino high school teachers in Colorado teaching science. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. 
you know, it's it's a thing. It's another whole new thing for, you know, OFWs to come to the United States to teach. You know, you're not working on a cruise ship or anything or, you know. So it's right. more, I think it's more, you know, it gives them an opportunity to sort of get ahead and do what they love doing. And sad to say, because nobody wants to teach her anymore, you know, or want to become teachers. It's so hard to well, find teachers right. these days. Because they don't pay the teachers well enough. No. So, so yeah. It is. But, so I don't know. Like, how does that make you feel i think one way is that speaking on behalf of teachers this really shouldn't be a thing right Mm -hmm. because teachers should be getting paid more right i think when i started when i started the program like a beginning teacher in its first like first three years was only making less than forty thousand a year Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) i make more than that now you know but still do you really have to love teaching to be making pretty much what would be considered like you know maybe a livable wage probably not even that I don't you think know, it's that. Especially, but. especially, especially all the after-school stuff that you have to do: lesson planning, grading papers, meeting with parents if if the parents want to meet, you know, or like helping students mm-hmm. after school, that sort of thing. You know, it's you know, there's more than there's more to teaching than classroom teaching, right? Yeah, and, no, uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, so and there were and teachers are salaried, so they're only getting paid X amount of dollars every year. So anything that goes over that, <laughs> you're cutting into costs right right so yeah i would say it's probably less than livable wage and now we have to you know go overseas just to find it i would say pay the teachers properly right right first that's first and foremost right i mean if we can to me if we can pay lawyers x amount of money you know (laughs) you know I understand why you right. can't pay teachers, you know, if, you know, that, you know, n- you know, that much. I mean, they're, they're literally taking care of the future. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. And majority of the time, I mean, the, your kids, the kids are with the teachers. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure there are like, you know, other parents out there that are like, well, can you please like take care of my kid? And I'm like, their job, their main job is to teach yeah. remember, the curriculum. Remember during COVID when, te- when parents got, went, went, went insane because because their kids had to be <laughs> they don't know how to handle their own kids <laughs> they know, yeah like because they had to all like you know do like you know learn from home type thing my phone's going on yeah like they're doing like learn from home things and then they had to like take care of their own kids and like a lot of parents are going nuts because we found we finally found out that they were using like school as a as babysitting <laughs> You know? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. My roommate, I mean, she she has uh, like she has worked as I think a teacher's aide yeah. or something like that, and she also worked uh, in like in like a daycare. Yeah. So she understands like the whole I drop my kid off, take take care of them. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah. she doesn't get paid for oh, the day- added duties. Oh yeah, daycare <laughs> daycare people don't get paid nearly as much either. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know like, daycare no, is she. Daycare is expensive yeah. in the United States, and I don't know where that money's going. Yeah, well, it's the whole it's the whole uh, paying teachers a livable wage is is something that should be addressed. That should it's a yeah. problem that should be resolved. Yeah. Paying yeah. out of seas, you know, overseas workers just so you could say, eh, we don't have to." Yeah. It's not a solution <laughs> to it's, the problem. It, it isn't, especially when they're like here for a limited amount of time. It can only stay here for an X amount of time, right? You know. 
I'll give you an example. I just remember this. My cousin, who is, he's now like the director of, of education in his like, like it's, he's like the superintendent essentially for like a school district in the, in the Philippines, mm. right? Before he became a superintendent, he was a principal at an elementary school. Okay. And during that, that time, he had an opportunity to go to the United States to pretty much do the same thing. It was a, you know, it was people from, you know, overseas teaching in the United States. He was mm-hmm. assigned to the Bronx. Yes, the Bronx of New oh, York. Oh, the Bronx. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> yes. And I don't know where he was living, but he was living with a bunch of other, like, you know, like foreign teachers, right? I don't know if they were all Filipino, but he was, and he had to take a test. He told, you know, he had to take a test. He had to, like, pass, like, a, what essentially is, like, the praxis, the United States praxis, to teach in the United States. Praxis was okay. what, what gives you a teaching license, essentially. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> So the praxis is the, basically the exam you take to get a teaching license. And okay. he was bragging. I remember my dad telling me that he was bragging he only got like two wrong. <laughs> I don't know how, you know. He's really he's a really smart dude, you know. And, okay. you know, and so he goes, he comes here in the United States. He was here for, I want to say he was here for three years in the United States. Oh, wow. Okay. And he was teaching in the Bronx. This was like back in like the early 2000s. And he was telling us stories of kids, you know, because it was a different culture for teachers. In the United States, okay. when you're a teacher in the United States, you are respected. Like, like you walk into the classroom, all the students stand up, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Right. I see this. I saw this okay. firsthand because, you know, my cousin took me to his school and, you know, I got a tour of the school and stuff like that. And they did like they all came out for like morning morning routine to like raise the Filipino flag and sing the Filipino anthem and do the, you know, all that stuff as a school. They went to their classes, you know, kids went in first and then the teacher went in, kids stood up, you know, good morning, Mrs. So-and-so or Mr. So-and-so, you know, that sort of thing, you know, and the kids there cleaned the school. It's part of their, it's part of the curriculum. There are no so janitorial staff in their schools over there. So it's very similar to like how the Japanese schools work. Essentially, yeah. 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 Okay. They all have uniforms. They all have, you know, they all have, you know, it's, it's such a different thing. My cousin came here to the United States. Holy crap. It was like a, it was a, it was a big culture shock. Yeah. You know, especially in the Bronx, you know, <laughs> and I've, I thought, you know, I did student teaching at, at, at North Minneapolis. I kind of told them, I was like, yeah, it's an urban school, <laughs> you know, it's... There's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Like, it makes, I mean, seriously, like the, you know, for any teacher, you know, teachers want to try to get to like the suburban schools, essentially, you know, like the third, second tier of suburban schools. Like for here, it's like Minnetonka, Chaska, that sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of teachers don't want to go to the rural area. They don't want to go in the inner city, you know, because it's I can hard. understand. Yeah, that. it's hard. Yeah. You know, and it was a very big shocker to my to my cousin because because of the disciplinary aspect of things. It's very different in the Philippines versus here, right? Yeah. For for a number of reasons. And, you know, he told he he almost wanted to go back to, he wanted to go back to the Philippines like like a month later because he just couldn't handle it, you know. Mm-hmm. He didn't even know he didn't even know if he was mm-hmm. actually teaching kids at that point, <laughs> you know, because it's just it was so hard. Yeah. And he was there to teach biology. <laughs> Oh jeez! In high school, yeah. <laughs> you know, because he he said he was he was originally a biology teacher by by you know you know as a oh, teacher. by trade yeah by trade he was a biology okay. teacher. 
So, you know, it's just, it was hard. And I can only imagine like these Filipino, you know, those Filipino teachers coming over, over here and doing the same thing, you know? Albeit, I mean, it's more, it's rural schools and stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, it's still a culture shock in a sense, you know? I mean, there oh, was, yeah. in this article that I was reading in, you can read this article. This is in Chalkbeat, Colorado. And, you know, like the first thing that this person did was, you know, showed his, showed her class where she came from, what the culture is, you know, what the language is, all this stuff mm-hmm. to introduce herself to the kids, which is, which is, you know, which is appropriate, you know? I mean, she's got a thick accent, you know, Filipino thick accents and, yeah, yeah. you know, so, but, you know, it's working out for them, albeit, you know, but it's one of those things where, you know, the reason why they're here is because we don't pay teachers enough, <laughs> you know? Right. And, you know, it's kind of, I don't know, it just seems like kind of like a bummer that they don't offer citizenship to OFWs. Yeah. I mean, it could. Granted, I mean, I I mean, granted, or or, or at least having an option. Yeah. Because as far as I know, this sounds like a job where like you're you're in here because we we cannot find anyone else. However, if they did find someone like a replacement, like bye. But I will, I mean, I'll say this much. At least they're getting paid a lot more here than the Philippines because it's a same story in the philippines teachers don't make much in the philippines right you know the only difference is that it's because of the u.s dollar that they are getting paid more yeah exactly i mean what was it i remember my parents telling me that when because i come from a line of school teachers in the philippines Mm -hmm. and what was it my uncle was a school teacher in the town that my parents were living in and he was like paid like what is it back in the day it was like 600 pesos a day <laughs> you know yeah when i think the pesos during that time was like 36 36 pesos to a dollar you do the now conversion it's, <laughs> you now know? it's now it's like 55 56 i would assume yeah so it's the same story over there you know but at least to me i feel like this is good at least because they get the opportunity to come to the united states and help their family you know that's 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 a i think yeah, that's a good um, thing i didn't I mean, I, yeah i didn't want to i didn't want to assume that every ofw is seeking citizenship yeah. that's not always the case i just think that it, it would be nice if that was made an option for them yeah, yeah so in this article is is a j1 visa um so it's for it's not for immigration purposes cultural cultural exchange so, <sighs> yeah. so like uh like a what's it called like a work it's a work visa work, uh, <laughs> uh, it's like a work to study or something or yeah well it's, I, I forgot the term <laughs> yeah it's it's a company sponsored like it's just basically you're here to work essentially <laughs> by know. the way the 600 pesos if you convert that so divided by 55 that's close to 11 dollars. Yeah. So. yeah so that's essentially <laughs> what they're making yeah. over there just, <laughs> just thought. yeah so that's that. I wanted to also talk about. Um, um, apparently, this is, came out of. I'm gonna pull it up here. Something I bumped into. Um, where did it go? Do, 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 do. Sorry. Where did it go? Where did it go? I don't see it. I don't see it. Darn it. I don't see it. Anyways, I saw an article. Um, apparently. <laughs> So there's an ancient Filipino um, uh, writing that's actually making a comeback, and it's starting to show up in in, in like cultural like pop culture in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, but it's called Babayin. I believe so. I'm gonna try to find it. It's called Babayin. Written component mm-hmm. of the Tagalog language is becoming a new way. This is from NBC News. A new way for Filipinos to explore their cultural identity. I've never seen this before, and it looks cool. Um, it is. It's a written language. It's the it's 
it's the original Tagalog written language and it's ancient script and also who was it a person I mean who the heck was it what famous person was wearing it Filipino singer H.E.R. was performing Beauty and the Beast a 30th celebration and her costume had the script on it on her hmm. on her dress on her costume oh, that's cool yeah uh, so yeah there's there's Filipino instructors that are teaching this again um, the one the one uh, instructor or um oh what's his name um we watched um oh yeah so remember that I showed you a YouTuber yes that he was talking about like pre-colonized Philippines yep. and he had yeah so his name I think I believe is Owen yep and his Instagram is Bab Babayin it's B-A-Y-B-A-Y-I-N yeah Babayin dot A-T-B-P um he's one he's one of the uh, influencers that do talk about it does it, it does uh, he does have like the ancient alphabet of the Palawan tribe mm-hmm. uh, and I'm just checking out these like character I don't know if, what to call them characters or I think so scripts yeah, yeah it's it's definitely different than like romanization yeah it's very like it's close to like Arabic mm-hmm. kind of would you say which does which makes sense to me because I mean mm-hmm. yeah. I mean the migration pattern where where Filipinos came from are coming from like places in the Middle East and India. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So it doesn't surprise yeah. me it would look like this, but and I mean, just hearing that it is like it is stirring the curiosity of the Filipino people. Yeah. That's 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 something I like and it's kind of like breaking the whole the Philippines is more than they used to be a Spanish colony, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Cuz that is where written history is typically started. But yeah, I they mean, totally they, forget. Oh, yeah, they existed even before the. Yeah, Spanish I mean, there's thing. a. I mean, here in the United States, we have pre-Columbian, right? Yeah. Which is like pre-Columbus, yeah. right? That's where it comes from. In the Philippines, it's pre-Magellan, you know, and yeah. this is the reason why Babayin like sort of faded away was because, hey, everybody, you're gonna write in Latin Spanish, you know, for taxation you know? purposes, yeah, for political stuff. purposes, taxation purposes, for record keeping, what have you, because the Catholic Church, right? So yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I th- I mean, this is like teachers here trying to save Native American languages here, right? Because they're going to, if we don't, they don't do that, it's going to get lost. It's going to get lost, yeah. Yeah, in the Philippines, this is like a form of it. They want to keep this, this writing a thing because it essentially, it is part of our ancestry, right? Yeah, you it's know? part of history. It's part of our history. And it's showing up in jewelry. It's showing up in costumes like that one actress person you know they feature they feature uh teachers uh teaching this in in national high you know in a national high school in the philippines you know Hmm. so okay i think it's pretty cool cool. and i kind of want a shirt with it (laughs) i kind of i mean if you're able to find one yeah i'm sure i can get one then i will post it on my instagram account (laughs) Anyways, check it out. You will be famous. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, check Um, this out. It's on NBC News. Um, Published. When was this published? I don't have a publishing. It's current, though. It's by by Jordan Winters. Um, Anyways. Oh, May 18th, 2023. That's when it was published. Okay, cool. (laughs) Uh, So that kind of covers, like, Filipino, like, teachers, both here and in the Philippines. What they're doing, what they're contributing. Uh, We recognize that, and we thank you for all the efforts yeah you are changing the world 
to be a better place. Yeah. Um, but speaking, I just no, this is just a weird tangent I'm going off on. Um, another, uh, I want to highlight an upcoming date that if you want to uh, meet up with your fellow Filipino Americans and you are in Minnesota, may I suggest that you save the date July 23rd, 2023. Philippine it's Day. Philippine Day. Yep. It is hosted by the CSFA, of course, and um, they don't, they don't, they haven't noted the location, but I am guessing it is probably going to be at the same park as last year. Yeah, it's next to the Woodbury High School. Yep. Yeah. And I hope, hey, if everybody's listening to this that's in the CSFA, can we do better with the food? Not the food itself, but the line. Okay, so, uh, okay. <laughs> just, just a suggestion. Um, constructive it was kind of i will i will admit it was kind of hard because the food was like in like that octagon kind of area it was like in their parking where, lot mm, it wasn't in a parking lot i mean oh yes it was it was in there it was in the back parking lot in the back of the high school they had like food trucks there and they had like a tent area next to the food trucks was that philippine day that was philippine day remember it was raining i thought philippine day was at this park like a park park that was that and, was a couple of philippine days a couple of years ago they did that i thought it was just last year it wasn't no. that long ago in my opinion i remember last year because it rained it was a downpour oh that philippine day yes let's not have it that way <laughs> like i liked it when it was at the park yeah i kind of liked it when it was a park but i mean i know they're trying new things you know but i've experienced like everybody sort of knows my 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 thoughts about food truck festivals and the reason why yeah. i have issues with it is because of the line just saying anyways <laughs> Yep. Yes. So, so yeah. So save the date, uh, uh, July. Uh, oh my God, what was it? Uh, July twenty third. Um, we will uh, share the details uh, when they come out, as they come out, mm-hmm. I should say. And since we are mentoring the CSFA, uh, uh, we I should welcome our listeners to go check out their Facebook page. This month is AAPI month, which is Asian American Pacific Islander month. Mm-hmm. So they're 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 doing like a bunch of stuff for it. Um, they are doing a Filipino Music Monday. They will highlight a Philippine artist to check out their music. Um, they were featured in, on Care 11 or mm-hmm. earlier this month. Um, they were exhibiting the Tinikling dance, which I, I thought is cool. Tinikling dance is always like the highlight of every event. It, it is because it looks dangerous. We like living dangerously, <laughs> though. I, I still say the Banco dance is more dangerous than Tinikling, but that's just me. Is that the candle? <laughs> that's dangerous, or the coconut? too. No, the bunko dance is when you, you dance on top of benches and you're like flipping around, like changing sides on top of a bench. Oh. <laughs> that one. But the candle dance too is pretty dangerous, especially if you're using real candles because you're going to burn the place down if you don't do it right. So That's how they did it. <laughs> yes. That's how they did it. That was before um, battery candles. Battery candles, thing. right? Just saying. I just feel like those are a little bit more dangerous than technically. But technically, like, it's fun. Especially especially because the kids dance it, like, traditionally. So. And I just found it cool that, you know, Care 11 does a segment on AAPI. And of all the, you know, things that they could have chosen, yeah. they chose the CSFA dance troupe. And that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's whoever's doing their PR is doing great job. So. Yep. And then they also highlighted other news too. Um, like this one, they highlighted the first Filipino Sesame Street Muppet. Uh-huh. His name is TJ. <laughs> and I just can just say that I like the fact that he has a purple nose. He has a purple nose? Yeah. Like, Such a Muppet. If you... It, <laughs> 
it's i mean i like i like the color purple so of course it's more like a whole oh, your nose <laughs> but it's like yeah they mention on how he's trying to learn tagalog and if she he needed help he would ask his lola and all that stuff so it's it's quite cool that you know uh the philippine the filipino community is it's starting to become more prevalent and getting more seen yeah getting more seen yeah which is, i like that yeah it, it i think it's pretty cool i think it's you know it just makes i mean it gives me it, it, it's kind of interesting because i get more questions about about filipino culture even in my realm you know in my neck of the woods and you know, at work everybody knows i'm a philip i'm like one of the only filipinos that in my in my in my job and it's it's kind of cool that people start asking questions and they actually want to know more about, you know, about the culture. And yeah, so and we can tell, hey, go to a poise because you'll be safe there. I'm not going to feed you weird things and, <laughs> you know, or go to Calzada or whatever. You know what I mean? It's kind of it's kind of nice to have yeah. these things now in the Twin Cities that we can tell people to go try out. If you really want to taste Filipino food that. You know, tell me how you like it, you know, and we'll, you know, we'll, you'll gain experience points and you'll go to the next level. <laughs> level up. <laughs> level up. <laughs> and we'll, we'll measure the levels by food. Okay. So you are on chicken adobo. That's good. Awesome. That's a nice That's good. level. Now That's we'll entry. go up to pancit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then the different like meat dishes, like yeah. what's the difference between bistec and, um, um, and what's the other one? <laughs> And TC and yeah. and all these other ones, and Crispy then pata. you get more advanced like Dinuguan. Well, that's expert level. <laughs> I thought Balut was extra expert level. That's up there with Dinuguan. Those are like the expert level section. Those are like I think Halo Halo. I think Halo Halo is in is advanced because if you just look at all the ingredients, it's a little you would think that does not look appealing. Yeah, or whatever. But it's so good. It's think... so good. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go to the casino tomorrow and get some. <laughs> I still have yet to try Casino's Halo uh, Halo. Go there. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm a bit. I well, taste I'm a bit scared that if I buy if I buy a Halo Halo and I don't like it, it's just gonna go to waste. Oh, I don't damn, want. Damn, you just have to. You have to Fine, come on. I'll just. I'll just. We I'll have just a show drive called Halo Halo Hangout. Say, there you go. <laughs> and the ultimate mission for me for this podcast is finding me a Halo Halo that I like. Okay, fine. Next. Next Filipino restaurant that you and I happen to go to, I'm just gonna like can you hollow hollow just like, here, taste it. Do it right now. <laughs> if not, if not, give me the rest. <laughs> yeah. Give me the rest. We're not gonna finish it. I'll make sure they put ube in there so that it's <laughs> Okay, so it softens the blow a bit. So, yeah, it's like a chaser, you know. <laughs> If you don't like all these jellies, just eat the ice cream. <laughs> so let's go on to our main topic. I know we're starting to get late, but I want to really talk about this because it is so, it's kind of nice to have someone with fresh eyes going to the Philippines. I was just listening to that sound bite and I was like, dude, that is the perfect sound bite for when I was entering the airplane. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is it. This is it. Okay, you have listeners. So, I don't know. I don't know if the listeners knew about like the passport debacle. I think we, we talked about that. it. We touched on it a little bit because you were you were like because I was I was worried yeah. that it would not show up. Yeah. Well, it did the day before. Yeah, you were. I had to leave. <laughs> you were texting me like like the statuses. I remember that. <laughs> well, I 
everyone was asking okay so when are you going on the trip and i'm like yeah. i don't know yeah that's the problem and i kept on calling the passport center like every week and if they if i don't go through a human i would try again the next day yeah i've spent and every time like you are put on hold it's an hour long wait there's no such thing as a quick phone call yeah but yes i did pay for for it to be expedited yeah. i did note the date of when my trip is so they know that yeah. i'm not gonna dawdle i even paid for the x ex- to be expedited yeah. and that's everything expensive that's like twice the cost of <laughs> yeah it, well for uh, it's like an extra 65 yeah and like the that. cost depends on whether if you want the book the card or both you have to have the book i, I always go with the book i don't yeah. really the card thing the card is yeah. like the card is only good for like if you're going to like canada or mexico it's like land land travel then why don't you just get a real id for those yeah exactly <laughs> so okay exactly uh, i don't anyway, know i don't um, know exactly but yeah you have to have the book because they have to stamp the yeah over the phone yeah they stamp it so so and there was much like because people are asking are you getting a visa too and i was like from what i understand my length of stay doesn't require a visa so i should be good so there's a lot of like do i need to apply for this visa and my parents said no no No. the visa is the one that's a stamp in your passport that's that's the visa like you open your passport it'll actually say you know yeah they said visas yeah it's 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 the thing like you don't have to like you know like if the filipino comes over the united states they actually have to apply for that stamp for that visa you know and put it in their passport and yeah that's what that is you know but going there with an american passport no they just stamp it you know i think it's a i think it's good for 21 days well i can if if i'm remembering correctly it's either 21 days or 30 days i forget it's but if you yeah if you're if it's shorter than that then you don't need to yeah passport is fine um but yeah so this is so this is the first trip i took by myself internationally um i didn't run into any issues with the airlines the stewards were very helpful um people really just you know minded their own business yeah. Um, what airline did you travel with? So I took Delta from Minnesota to South Korea. Nice. And then Korean Airlines yep. from South Korea to the Philippines. Yep. Um, I will say uh, Korean Airlines has the best airline food. Yeah. <laughs> And I like how you can choose between do you want the spicy Korean bulgogi beef or do you want meatloaf? <laughs> you want meatloaf? <laughs> you know, do you want the Asian option or the American option? <laughs> I don't know. I like the Philippine Airlines food. That's just me. But because it's Filipino food, that's my... <laughs> I did I did learn, though, that, like, you know how airplane food is just a tray of, I don't know, fruit, probably a salad or something, mm-hmm. and then you're the main heated, uh, like, meal yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the big, the big yeah. little compartment, yeah. Yeah, what I didn't know <laughs> is that they now incorporated dessert. Yes. And dessert, uh, well, most of it is was ice cream. And I was like, whoa, yep. are we getting fancy? Is this first class? <laughs> or Philippine Airlines Philippine Airlines had ice cream they had ube ice cream one South Korea or the Korean Airlines had ube ice cream from Manila to South Korea and I'm like yay ube ice cream Um, oh my god and then the Korean Airlines from South Korea to Manila oh wow it was like a strawberry cheesecake and it actually had cheesecake chunks in it I'm like, oh, this is yeah. style. Yeah, Korean, Korean Airlines pattern, is but... Korean Airlines is one of my favorites. If I can't get, if I'll try to get Singapore, Korean, ANA, or Philippine Airlines, those are like the ones I'll try to get. You don't like Delta? 
I'll take Delta. I've traveled that route from Minneapolis to Korea. I've traveled that route. Okay. Um, it's fine, you know. Yeah. It's fine, but you know, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. As... Well, it's <laughs> it's easier. I'll say that. Oh, I just lost Pam. Let's just keep going. Okay. Okay, we're back. Pam is back. We had some technical Sorry glitches. Sorry about that. Ooh. Technical difficulties. So we were talking about Pam's trip to the Philippines, and I just wanted to ask. So when. So you went to South Korea, right? Mm -hmm. And I assume you tasted actual South Korean food in the at least in the airport. There uh, just some, in the airport because yeah. I didn't have time to leave. <laughs> There's some really good restaurants in Incheon. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like I actual. I trust it. I trust yeah. it. <laughs> it's a big airport. Um, so, I definitely got my steps in. <laughs> oh, definitely. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was the. Um, um, it's it's a big airport, and here's a pro tip: travel with an elderly person because you skip all the lines. They'll just oh yeah, just put yeah, you yeah. <laughs> just a pro yep, tip right that, there. That's one hack there too. <laughs> you would first need to know someone though. <laughs> exactly. It's I, either. I, Senior handicapped. Yeah, I traveled there with my aunt, who was like in her eighties. Oh. So <laughs> it was. Yeah, I noted that. <laughs> it was good. I will say though, if we're if we're talking about like airlines and airport and whatnot, mm -hmm. the Philippine airport is the worst. <laughs> I get there, like it's bad. I get there. I'm glad I got there early mm -hmm. because there was no sign for like Delta or Korea Air. Nope. So I had to go to the information desk, which is right dab smack in the middle. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hi. I where do I go for Korean airline la 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 and he's like yeah just go there go there <laughs> it's just the general area and I'm like yeah. okay so I just chose what I thought was the end of a line <laughs> just stood there but then some other guy was like nope nope this line you need to go to this weird like snake line mm -hmm. it's like and I was like do you know if this is Korean air or not I'm like so apparently uh, it eventually was it was for any korean air and i'm like yeah and there was just like oh no 20 to 30 minutes of us just standing there there was no movement is at this, all is this on your way back to the united states yes okay this is in the philippine yeah. airport and i'm like i'm glad i got here early enough because if i was in a rush there was no way what, where did you, where did you, uh, was this in Terminal 1, like the main terminal? I think it's Terminal 1, yeah. Yeah. The Terminal 1, <clears throat> I never left the Philippines in Terminal 1. I've always left it in Terminal 3 for some crazy odd reason. Oh, I weird. Think it's because, okay. I think it's because I usually travel, like, I'll usually travel, like, Philippine Airlines to, like, Japan or something. And that's where I, okay. that's where I, like, go to, like, another airline. That's normally how okay. I would do it. But, yeah, Terminal 1 is a mess. <laughs> Oh yes, yeah. I like it. Mess. There were clear, yeah. there were clear signs for Philippine Air. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's it's their main hub. Of course, there's gonna be tons of signs for Philippine. But if and you, of course, but everyone, everyone else. Yeah. Uh, good luck. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I will tell you, it's the same thing over in LA when you're trying to get out of LA, you know, to the Philippines. Because I forget what terminal. I think it's Terminal Three. It's like Brad, some dude's named Bradford. I want to say it's like a. <laughs> it's their in, Brad. Yeah, it's their, <laughs> in that, it's their international terminal. You know, it's the one. It's in LAX. But everybody's sharing a counter unless you're like Delta, you know. Oh. So nobody has like a set. Like if you're like a like a like a foreign airline, you know, you don't have yeah. your own counter. So you're trying to figure. I was like, where's 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 Philippine Airlines? There isn't one. It doesn't open till like two hours before the plane leaves. Yeah. Then it will open up. It'll all of a sudden like the, the sign will change. Philippine Airlines. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's so yeah that's when thing. I was like, okay, so this is for Korean Air. So when are we gonna move? 
Yeah. Like we were just a crowd standing like even before <laughs> the counter area was. Yeah. And the, they were they were helping people one by one. And I'm like, yep. are you kidding me? <laughs> Oh, did, so, did, did you have to switch like terminals at all? Like, what do you mean? Like terminal one to terminal three or terminal. I think it's just, I don't know if terminal two. I never went to terminal two, but. Nope. As far know. as I know, I went into a terminal and that's where I needed to be. That's, that's the worst. Because if you oh. mess that up, oh man, <laughs> it's, it's bad. If you mess that up, especially if you can't get like your, your check luggage like properly done, you know, because the terminal three is like their domestic airport okay and terminal ones are international but for some crazy reason terminal three they're still there are still international, international flights coming out of that thing even though it's their domestic airport apparently Oh, which is a which is a whole concerning. which is a whole story within of itself because when you go there terminal three they have like these mobile security luggage check things that they'll just like pull out right in the middle of the of the terminal yeah and they do it okay. for they do it for every person who's traveling to the United States or you know they'll just like set up this like third sec like second or third like like luggage security check it's it is the is just the worst i don't understand why they do it but you know apparently that's how they remedy the whole entire it's a domestic airport but this is really a <laughs> traveling international but, I think that, you know, reflecting on, like, all my experiences with <laughs> Minneapolis airport, yeah. the Korean airport, and the Philippine airport, that was that was probably the worst experience that, for me, was at the Philippine airport. Yeah. Not knowing where to go or how check-in was, because they can't do online check-ins. No, they can't. Not, not unlike, you know, Minneapolis, I was able to do online check-in. Yeah. They even have, have cell kiosks here. Yeah. They didn't have that in no, the Philippines. It's no, it's still old school you, over there. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but if it wasn't for the, you know, the ushers, you know, <laughs> the yellow, it was like, you shirt. need to go in this line and it goes like zigzag oh. <laughs> or whatever. And I'm like, okay. Did you notice, <laughs> did you ever see like the Philippine airline people there? Not really. Why? Like, it's just, I don't know. This, they, this could never be a thing in the United States. There's no way this will ever be a thing in the United States. I swear the people behind the counters over in the Philippine airlines booth, they cannot be older than 16 years old. They can't. <laughs> they look like they just kind of got out of a high school. Like, like that's like Are you their talking job. About like the like the check-in counters. Yeah, or? their check-in counters, oh. the the gate counter. They're all like seriously. They're all like like teenage, late teenagers, maybe early twenties. You know, like they all look like you know, and they all look like like they went through like old school like flight attendant like measurement type. You know, like they have to be like a certain look, a certain size, a certain thing. There's no way that that could pass here no there's, there's no way <laughs> just no <laughs> yeah although i gotta ask you a question though when you okay. stepped out of the plane i melted did you melt you melted oh just i was punched <laughs> by punched heat and i did not know that heat. that was possible it's yeah like, boom. <laughs> it's like whoa like, it's like stepping in front of a furnace it's like whoa <laughs> Like, I was wearing a tank top, but I yeah. was wearing jeans. My legs were screaming. Oh, yeah. For, like, I can't, I like, we're suffocating here. We need to breathe. <laughs> so, well, when I went through customs and yeah. everything, and I could finally find myself a bathroom, yeah. oh, I changed. You Actually, changed. no, I didn't. No. Um, no, I, I was like, you know what? I'll just go. I'll just wait. There's AC in the car. <laughs> I'll just 
tough it out because my parents were waiting. My parents were waiting for me. I still remember. I still remember my brother coming out of the airport, you know, and he Mm. landed. He landed in in, in Davao. And I was waiting for him in Davao because I was picking him up, you know. Okay. And (laughs) I was picking up with my cousin. And when he came out of the plane, you know, just sweat. Just freaking sweat. Just he looked like he just came out of a shower, you know. And yeah. he was already wearing like a like a like a like a teeth like a like a tank top and like shorts and stuff like that, and he still looked like he just like he looked like he just oh, no. got out of the shower with his clothes on. Like <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of showering, okay, so a little context: my family has is they're retired, mm-hmm. they're able to have their own home that my dad designed, yeah, uh, <laughs> himself. Which is awesome. But, uh, yeah, I did not know that their house lacked AC. Most houses I've been to don't have AC or, like, central they, air. Right. Yeah. It's just it's just very expensive, I it's think. It's very, very expensive. There was only so, one house I went to that had AC. Full-on AC. And central air. And is oh, oh, full-on? Yeah. And that house, the person who lived in that house, number one, he was a, ger- a retired German dude. <laughs> okay. And he lived in a sub... He lived in a... What do you call it? A... a I say substation no a sub you know like a like a gated community a subdivision yeah that's that's yeah. where my that's where my family yeah, stayed a subdivision a gated community with a garden front yeah. of it right yeah yep, yeah yep, yep. and the house when you went to this gated community it looked like you just like went back to like like Edina, minnesota or oh, seriously or, or ian Prairie. yeah there was a night and day difference beyond the wall because all the yeah. houses looked like the houses looked like a na- you know the neighborhood looked like something from from Eden Prairie. It was insane, and oh, that's the only yeah. And that's the thing that the houses over there were like built by Americans with like with full on AC. That's the only like house closed I've been windows into. or whatever. Yeah, closed mm-hmm. windows, airtight. You know, and you know, and yeah. yeah it, I was so blown away that something like that existed in the United in in the Philippines because every house there it's like open windows maybe the well, the yeah. bedrooms are ac you know it's that sort of thing yeah um my parents house is somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. they're not because the typical you can correct me if i'm wrong the typical house in the philippines i don't think they have any like windows per se their windows are basically like iron bars yeah it's like there's a there's not even like a like a like a mesh it's just like it's all kind of open yeah it's all open and that's kind of their way of like airing the house Mm -hmm. um there may there may be like fans just to keep the air circulation going i so the first night i thought okay it's okay i'll eventually get used to this heat It's it's not the heat that it was my problem. It's the humidity. It's the because humidity. It even you know because I learned that the best time to shower for me was at night. Yeah. Because if I showered in the morning, oh, the shower is like stuck to your skin. Yep. And <laughs> you don't feel clean at all. Yeah, because you're sweating. You're still sweating while you're taking my- a shower. <laughs> Yeah, so my parents are like, why are you showering at night? And I was like, this is the only time when a shower feels good for me. There's actually, there's actually, uh, I tell people who's going to the Philippines or any place that's like hot and humid, you know, try to get to the ocean. it's it's a it's a thing like i don't know so every where, single time i go to the philippines i'll go i want to go to the ocean first and just bathe in the salt water because for some crazy odd reason like it changes your temperature like hmm. like once i once i go into the ocean and i swim in the ocean and i come out you know i'm not nearly as hot as i was i wonder if it's, it's because it deal, if it deals with the salt that's I think in it is. the because it kind of acts like a scrub yeah kind of 
I think it is. I'm not. I'm not quite sure what the like. I. I mean, I don't know if there's like any scientific thing about. It, but for some reason, for me, like mm-hmm. after I take a, a first dip in the ocean, I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> See, I never. So this is crazy. Um, I didn't even get a chance to like swim in the ocean or whatever. Ugh. Well, you were in the where, well, where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I wasn't near the edge of the islands. It was. You were in the middle. Up in yeah. the mountains, actually. Yeah. So the area that my parents are residing currently is in Cavite. It is also in a gated community, as you said, with a garden, everything. I would not say that their house is like an American house. It's somewhere in between. Yeah. There was like windows, window panes in the windows. Um, but they didn't, yeah, they didn't have AC. Um, but like at, at night, because mm-hmm. they're, they're elevated, I would go play mahjong, uh, with, uh, my parents and their domestic helpers, mm-hmm. um, up, up on the third one because that is where you can catch a breeze. That is the AC. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's they a, that's even the nice off, thing about the mountains. They yeah. um so I think it was like the second day that I was there cuz the first day that I was there um I just needed to chill cuz yeah. airplane can suck your <laughs> soul dry. The airplane ride especially that long it's it's tiring even though you're just sitting down, you know. It is and it's tiring. And it is and you know you could walk around the plane. Yeah. But even so, you're still restricted. You're you still restricted. Yeah. So first day was like chill day, yep. which is nice because I needed it. Second day, my parents took me to their um where they used to play uh tennis, it's yep. like a, a clubhouse, okay, or something. Yeah. And they took me bowling, like <laughs> bowling, 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 bowling. And it's, it was so weird because when we arrived there, like no one was at the bowling alley. Like it was dark, and I was like, uh, <laughs> are they even? Open. <laughs> yeah well that's what happened is that some someone finally came and we were like hi we want to go bowling and i'm like okay well let me just start up the machine and <laughs> And I'm like, okay. Wow, your parents got connections. <laughs> It'll open when we want it to open. <laughs> no, they were open. It's just that I guess they were just like, oh, no one's here. We'll just wait. We'll just wait. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, even the bowling alley doesn't have really an AC unit. Mm-hmm. Their version of AC is just one big, huge fan that would just circulate the air. Yeah. They don't know what AC actually like does. Like, fan could circulate the air, yes, but AC actually can control the humidity yeah so i'm like i don't really blame them because the for some odd reason you know ac systems don't last that long in the philippines because i I think it's just so humid that it works so hard ac units in the philippines work so dang hard that they don't last that long I think I think I think my parents did have like a portable AC unit. Yeah. Oh yeah, one of those Cardi ones. Like yeah, they d- it didn't last. It, no. w- it was broken when I was there. Yeah, it just <laughs> doesn't. Know. It just doesn't last. Like even like the ones in my parents' house in the Philippines, right? Yeah. There were only two rooms at my parents' house. No, three rooms in my parents' house that had AC. It was the master bedroom and the two guest rooms. That's it. Everything else was open a window with a big freaking you know fan <laughs> and. You know, and it was, you know, the, the AC unit in my parents' room was, like, the best one. It was one of those split air systems where, you know, like, it was, like, the one that's, like, attached to the wall and the, the, the 
part of it is like outside. I think I it's, know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's silent, right? It's like the best mm-hmm. system, right? And then the other two rooms had like the window air conditioner, like the window air conditioner okay. type one, right? Dude, it's like I felt bad for those air conditioners because they're just freaking working so hard. They never turned off. Like they never like and they Oof. sound like they were struggling. <laughs> Just just trying to crank out, like, all the humidity out of the air, you know? And... Yeah. I, I mean, I've never... Even, like, when I went to the hospitals over there, like, their air conditioners are busted. Even the IC unit unit was busted. It was just like... Oh, boy. What is going on? <laughs> so, yeah. I get it. But... Um, oh, one thing I wanted to ask you, too. How was the balloon? <laughs> yeah, so... I think it was that night um, after bowling um, mm. where I had balloon. And... Um, you know, it, it's below it. <laughs> I mean, um, I like, I, I, I know, I remember when I was last there in the Philippines mm-hmm. and that was when I was in sixth grade, I think. Yeah. Oh, who, whenever the vendor, you know, would walk down the street yeah. with his basket, yep. screaming, but, but. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I would yeah. like, we would buy like a bunch at a time mm-hmm. and I would eat like two or three balots like <laughs> every night. And oh I was gosh, like, oh, I'm lot. in heaven. But a now lot. that I am here, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to be more careful this time. <laughs> <laughs> My, cause I, cause I was only there for a week. Yeah, I was there mainly for my dad, and of course, my anxious brain was like, "Don't get sick. Yeah, do whatever you can to not get sick." Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay." So they were like, "Do you want balut?" And I'm like, "I'll have one." I'll have one. <laughs> I'll have one. Oh. And balut, yeah, balut tasted exactly how as how I remembered yeah. it. It's best served hot yep. and with a pinch of salt. Oh, I put a little vinegar in mine. Oh, vin- oh, oh, I mean, I mean, yeah. But yeah, it's the be- the 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 soup, quote unquote. Yeah, it's the best part. And then yep. of course you look in and say, okay, so how developed is this? Yeah. Don't stare at it. Don't don't stare at it. <laughs> See, it doesn't matter. I mean, I could look at what I'm eating yeah. and it won't phase me, but yeah. other people might. Oh, <laughs> don't worry. I I didn't take a picture of yeah. it. Don't worry. I did. When but <laughs> what I oh bragging right well no because people don't believe me that eat this you know and it's just like i even took a video of it it's like anthony bourdain and andrew zimmer both tried it on their show they love it did they (laughs) oh andrew zimmer was like taking stuff back to his hotel like (laughs) he was like can i have can i have two more i want to take it back you know and have it for later it's like that (laughs) i was just like yeah i was like he lives in minnesota it's like i want to like just like hang out with him like eat bullet with him (laughs) just (laughs) so yeah that that was day two day three actually i should i should step back for a minute the night like when nighttime came and i like during bowling i was sweating because i was doing all right i think that it was when i like i think i might have suffered like heat stroke or something yeah because i'm because i'm like i can't move oh geez like I was so like I had a headache that was pounding. Yep, that's heat stroke. I kept, I kept on drinking water, but I was like drained. Yeah. And my parents kind of felt bad because they know they know that I'm not used to it and yeah. it was affect- affecting me. Yeah. So the next, I think it was either the next day or the day after, um, they decided that okay, well, why don't we go to the Taal Resort? Yeah. We know that they have AC there. Yeah. <laughs> and and we'll just spend the night. We were gonna spend like the rest of the nights there but it was yeah. booked oh yeah so that was nice so i got to see the volcano oh, that erupted 
uh, not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's now a big, huge white crater. Yeah. It's like, where's you the volcano? You didn't go swimming in the lake, did you? I mean, that's got to no, be. Oh, that's no. Like, that's dangerous now. <laughs> I could see the plantations. Yeah. Like, I could see where, like, they had fish plantations there. Oh, those, those are gone. My parents are like, no one's going to use it because the, it's, yeah, the lake is acidic. Yeah, it's acidic now. So I'm like, well, that's a shame. Yeah. You know, because that's someone's business right there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I forgot that, that that lake actually has two volcanoes. Mm -hmm. There's two islands. Yep. One was the one that exploded mm -hmm. and there's like a smaller dormant one. Yes. The dormant one is like sling, like they're like la -di, -da, di da there's an explosion. Yeah. Because yeah. it's still covered in green, mm -hmm. like trees or whatever, and still has that, you know, cone volcano shape. Yeah. Right next to the, its brother. It's the just, just flat, yeah. flat and white and yeah. The crazy. But the scenery. Well, go ahead. Scenery. But, the scenery was beautiful. Anyway, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, one thing about that volcano is that that's not compared to the actual huge volcano because that entire oh. lake is a crater. Isn't Mount? Are you talking about Mount Pinatubo? No, Taal oh. Lake. Taal Lake is a is a is a crater. Oh, oh, you mean oh, you're talking about the lake itself? Itself is a crater of an even bigger freaking volcano. And the two lake, the two the two volcanoes that's inside the lake, those were the residuals from a, a bigger explosion. Now that's what's exploding that's how it's inventing is just those little two ones but way back when there's a reason why there's a lake there <laughs> you know mm, so yeah. people people don't tend to see that when they see that you know like oh wow it's so nice and picturesque but no it's a it's a big it's a big crater <laughs> it's a big it's a thing you know i yeah, can only dormant. imagine like what it's like to be like ah look at the scenery and then boom, boom. yeah <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that's not a good scenery uh, anymore. I think I'll go back to Manila. <laughs> <laughs> How? Oh, here's a question for you. When you stepped out of the plane <laughs> and went to, plane. <laughs> to went to outside the airport, what did you think about the smell? See. <laughs> The smell. Like, are you talking about the smell of the heat itself or the smell of, like, diesel? The smell of the city. Like, the whole, just the whole thing. Just the, <laughs> just. That's the only thing that I smelled, really, was diesel. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's all that I could, regardless of humidity. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I remember, I remember when I, when I was last, last year. I think I got a little sick because because uh, I was riding the jeepney at that one time. Yeah. I think I got a bit <clears throat> nauseous and had a headache because of all the fumes mm -hmm. that I was inhaling. I'm like, oh, this is disgusting. Yeah. Pro tip, anybody who has asthma, it's not a good place to be. <laughs> it's... it's 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 pretty bad. I, that's why, like, what is it? I kept telling people, you know, like, hey, do you want to know what the you know Philippine city smell like? Put your face in front of a of a diesel exhaust. <laughs> it's like, because pretty it, much, it, that's what it is. Like, that's what the smell is, you know. And it's because every most cars over there is diesel. Well, yeah, and yeah. and people fail to f fail to realize that what you see in the travel brochures, uh, that's your final destination. You still need to go through Manila in order to get there. Yeah. Yes. And they will not print those on the brochure for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of people I've known that it's gone to Manila, you know, they either they love it or they hate it, you know. Yeah. Um cuz Manila, certain places in Manila, it's it's like going to New York City. It's like there's a nightlife, you know. But you either hate it and you want to get out of it. Cuz like me, I don't like Manila and I try to get out of it as fast as I can. If I can help it, I won't land in Manila. I'll land in Cebu or something, you know. Okay. All right. 
but the the thing about oh my gosh like oh yeah here's another question for you how do you like the car ride <laughs> well the thing is though yeah see i arrived at like 11 p.m yeah so i mean there were still cars around there yeah um but majority of the time it was spent on the highway and it was kind of it was all smooth sailing really, oh, really? you didn't have to go through macarthur highway or anything like that it was just all highway that's all i know i don't oh. i don't know which highway it's, um, yeah, it's my rule too late. But I do know, I do know that like if you were to never need to use the restroom, yeah. I learned two things. One, bring toilet paper. Always have a roll of paper. Yep. <laughs> Toilet paper. Yep. Because not all, not every place will have it. In fact, majority of they bathrooms don't. that I, they don't. They just assume it. that you have it. Yeah. They, well, oh, people yeah, and steal people it. will steal. Yeah. It. Yeah. So bring your toilet paper. <laughs> uh, oh, and also hand sanitizer. Yep. Uh, but and also that's when i learned jo that jolly bees were 24 hours because i swear like every time we like pass a city 24 hour jolly bee look there's a 24 hour jolly bee like right yeah. there you could just hop off the highway yeah. and have a nice book. <laughs> <laughs> you jolly bee is like one of the first places i try to go to but it's not my go-to when you're in the philippines yeah it's not my go-to the I one, will agree. The one that I, I go agree. to in the Philippines, that's like a chain in the Philippines, is a place called Ati Ati Han. Never it, heard of it's, it. It is one of those like, it's like going to the Perkins. <laughs> You know? Interesting. Okay. It's like going to, but it's Filipino, right? And it's outdoors. All the restaurants are like open air, outdoor, yeah. right? I swear they have like the best chicken. Oh, really? I've okay. ever had in my entire life. They have they have lechon manok and sisig okay. that was like it was just the best thing I've ever tasted. And nice. Yeah. And I went to the one in Bohol, and that okay. was the first time I ever tasted it. And Angela oh. will attest to because Angela was with me during that time. Like, it was some of the best food I ever tasted for, like, a chain oh, place. Oh, cool. And they had, like, a like mango, a mango shake that was made of, like, saguano mangoes. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I, it was one of those things where, like, if I can get to one, I'll get to one in the Philippines. Okay. You know? And it's cheap. <laughs> it's cheap. It's like, again, it's like the Perkins over there, right? And yeah. it's, yeah, I mean, Jollibee is all good and stuff like that. But in reality, you know, I wish it's Jollibee was here because I know it's a, you know, it can get here. Right. Yeah. yeah. But in a perfect world, I'd want, I'd want, um, an Atiatihan here. And there's another place that's in, I don't know. I think it's just like a local restaurant that, that was in, in one of the cities there. It had the best barbecue I've ever tasted. What's the name? Um, oh my gosh. Um, I have to look it up, but I, I don't remember what the heck it was called. I have to look it up, but I went there with my dad. I took my dad there for Father's Day. Oh, okay. And, and um, it was it was one of those places where you just pick your, your meat. Oh, one of those. Okay. Fish. Uh, right. It's like the thing, you just pick it, you know? And they'll ask you, how do you like it done, you know? And they've got like rows and rows of like like coconut grills going on in the back and someone huh, up there is like grilling you know and you can smell this thing everywhere like you can smell it from a mile away and <laughs> it was it became my my dad and i's favorite restaurant to go we went there mm, twice okay. you know and it was just it was just one of those wonderful things i wish something like that was here in the united states in, in minnesota right right but yeah but yeah those are i was i asked about the car ride because one thing i noticed in the philippines the roads are so different in the philippines or something is different like it's a harsher ride in the philippines like it's not nearly as smooth you know like here in the united states you know it's like i feel like it's a lot more smoother if you're like going on a 
a you know going like a normal car it feels a little bit right. more smoother in the philippines it feels like oh. it's a little bit more harsher you know i see that but um see we also live in minnesota which is also pothole central yeah but you know um i don't know i didn't really notice that when not uh, during my car rides there what i noticed though about the car rides yeah. during the day yeah people are daredevils there oh yeah I'm like I'm like <laughs> When I drive in the Philippines, you have to be. Oh, my dad My dad tried to humor me and say, do you yeah. want to drive the car? I'm like, no, I do not want to be liable. Yeah, I drive a motorcycle but and yeah. stuff. But yeah, I mean, well, there, I was actually surprised that the only accident that I witnessed mm-hmm. was like on the like the very last day, yeah. like before I left. Yeah. And, and I'm like, it's only now that I get to see an accident. I'm actually surprised that it doesn't happen yeah. like once every five minutes, because the only way to get in sometimes is that you just yeah. nudge yourself in. The first time I ever drove around in the Philippines, I was taught one crucial thing, right? Okay cannot drive like you're driving in the united states in the philippines you just can't you need to be you, aggressive you have to be aggressive you have to be an aggressive driver in fact it's angela every time i came back from the philippines and i go from driving the like a lapino you know in <laughs> a motorcycle to to a to a united you know in the united states right i come back here i tend to drive so aggressive in the united states, like when i come back like i'm going I like that too freaking <laughs> i'm like weaving i'm like cutting people off here you know it's like you know i'm like you know i'm just like you know the person you hate in traffic right but in the philippines it's absolutely normal you have to get it you have to cut it's just that's just how things are there yeah there's no such thing as signaling to make sure that your brakes work (laughs) yeah you have to make your brakes work you better know how to freaking shift you know (laughs) oh see my parents actually have like a british like some british suv or whatever oh (laughs) And I don't know if it was stick or auto, auto, but I'm like, oh, I'm glad that we're at least on in like a bigger vehicle. Yeah. Because those motorcyclists don't care, do no. they? You, yeah, they're they're making their own lane. Like they're the ones that creates. Like, oh, look, it's a two lane, it's a two lane road, right? You know, going either direction. No, it's a six lane road going either direction. Sometimes yeah. the direction is not the same. Sometimes there's a dude going going one direction. The very next lane going the opposite direction and the other lane's going the same you know another direction it's insane oh and then i got to witness like i got to witness like one of those circles the um oh the um, the big huge circles that had multiple lanes yeah uh, i don't circle. know how many lanes there are because yeah. people There's were merging left yep. and right and i'm like how are we not dying of a heart attack yeah. right now there's there's a lot of those in manila <laughs> There's a lot. There's a bunch of those in 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 Davao and in Manila. Like, like it's. I don't understand it, and <laughs> I don't know if, like, I I'm sometimes like flabbergasted. I was like, how do you deal deal with this? How do you do this? And I have no clue. You know, but kudos to those drivers that are able to make it home safely <laughs> every night. My um, favorite I've ever saw was some dude was trying to fix his car in the middle of the highway. <laughs> Wow. That was the, that was that was my favorite. The scariest I ever saw something happen in, in the highway was that I was, I was riding in my I was riding with my with my cousin and we were following a jeepney right and all of a sudden oh, okay. this like three year old two or three year old comes out in the back of the jeepney and goes right into traffic. Oh no. <laughs> That was the kid. Sc- what are you doing? That was the scariest I ever saw. And the mom just jumps out. The jeepney was already going. 
you know? And the kid jumps out, goes into traffic. Mom goes over there, grabs the kid, right? The conductor of the jeepney is like trying to signal the driver to stop. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And everybody was freaking out. Like, yeah. (laughs) Wow. That, That was the scariest I've ever saw. And that's the Philippines for you. I mean, it is. They're, they're like they're, they attempt to put traffic rules, but there's no way to enforce it. That's the thing. Well, that's here's a here's a fun thing. When I was in Davao, right, they started enforcing it. It wasn't like my my cousin got a ticket. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> yeah, my cousin got a ticket. It surprised me because it was the first time I went to the Philippines for a while, you know, and they just like implemented this like five years before where they started like there was like cops on the side of the road that's like watching traffic and they Mm -hmm. will pull you over. They'll just like they'll they'll signal to another guy down the road to tell him to pull him over, you know. And they will actually right. take your license, <laughs> like your like physically physical take license. Yeah. Oh. And you have to go go to like the government center to retrieve it back and pay the fine. You know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. But you know. That means that you I've don't. Heard, you're you're stuck much, there. Yeah. You pretty well. You pretty much are driving without license, essentially, right? So yeah. I don't know how that whole thing works, but <laughs> but you know, it's it's the Philippines, right? I'm sorry. I mean, you can't get away. I mean, you slipped the dude a x amount of pesos you know he'll he'll give you a warning kind of thing you know there's still a that going yeah. around obviously it's the philippines right it's i'm sorry to say you know it is what yeah. it is so there's trying to enforce it they're trying to enforce some kind of rules of the road type thing i mean but that's only like in the city that does yeah. not exist out in like in the rural parts like when i drove around pantokan it was like it was a melee <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just a big, huge melee, and you know, it's it's it is it is what it is. I mean, I learned a lot of. I mean, it's kind of an interesting experience to drive in a foreign country, you know. And then you come back to the United States. Oh my gosh, you, you, your brain has to like switch from. <laughs> I did. I did yeah. notice that you know, in the Philippines, they actually use kilometers and yep. not miles. Yeah. So when you're going in their highway, you're actually not going six. You're actually. No. You're going around. Was it sixty? Is somewhere along the lines of like thirty-five? Yeah, thirty miles an hour. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, um, this feels weird. I feel like we should be going faster, and, and they're like, "No, we are going the speed limit." I'm like, "I'm not used to this." <laughs> the, here's the crazy part, right? In the in central, in like the central city, you know, the central area, like the Pablochon area, right? Mm, yeah. The, the 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 speed limit is twenty kilometers, which is like what five miles. That's an like hour. I walk faster than that. <laughs> That's what it is. I was like, I walk faster than this. Like, so just, the speed limit is don't. Yeah, just, just, just push your car. Just push your car. You know, it's it is insane. Like I, I was, I was like, I was like, I was driving with my cousin, you know, and we were on our way. I forgot. I think we were like going like to like another mall somewhere in in Davao, and she was driving, and I just noticed like, why are we so slow? <laughs> You know, yeah. I feel like we're so slow. Yeah. Yep. It's like, he's like, it's because then, you know, it's like, it's 20, 20 kilometers. I'm sitting there like trying to calculate in my head with a, you know, like with my phone. It's like, oh my gosh, we're only going like, like 12 miles an hour. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like I, can, I can walk faster than this. You know, it's just like, it's, it is, it is, yeah, it's what, okay, sure. You know, be safe, you know, because. <laughs> 
I guess. I guess. So so we will continue. We'll continue this conversation on in a later date, and uh, I'm sure we'll keep it bringing it up. But it is an experience for Pam to go to the Philippines, especially if she hasn't been back for a very long time. <laughs> so if you have any, I mean, if you have any experiences your own in the Philippines, I'd love to hear them. Seriously, because yes. it is a trip and it is a foreign country, very different from from the United States. Um, email us at uh, hollowhollowhangouts at gmail.com or you can also uh, if you want to you can hit me up on uh, Instagram uh, you can message me there Pam where can they get, get a hold of you uh, just to finish Edwin's thought his handle on Instagram is DIY Edwin yes DIY Edwin Sorry. Um, I'm also on Instagram at PandaCatDragon. I'm also on Twitter, although I'm not really very active on any of my socials, really. Um, you can hit me up on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. Um, I'm also... Uh, you could hit us up over at the Facebook page, Legend Creators, which you can find this podcast and our other podcasts and other stuff related to our adventures. Um... Yes. And we also have, and we also have a web page yep. uh, under construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope that would come live uh, soonish. Soonish. Yeah, I've got. We've got. <laughs> we got issues. <laughs> we got issues. Yeah. And they're all comics. Um, yeah. Um. Uh, please like, comments, <laughs> share, just, subscribe. subscribe. All- that yes and don't forget to uh you know get up uh you know if you are in the minnesota area you know check out the filipino restaurants around town and check out uh july was a 25th for uh for philippine day 23rd 23rd day we will 23rd we will be there yeah i you think can, yep <laughs> if if you know what we look like you can say hi to us <laughs> well so. if you don't um Check out the Instagram and exactly. Facebook page. Yeah. You'll find us. Yeah. <laughs> and, okay, so we're running out of seat. But, hey, until um, next time, um, you know, have a good, um, you know, take care. And uh, we'll see you again uh, in our next episode. We try to release this every two weeks unless someone's taking a vacation to the Philippines. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But we try to release this uh, every two weeks. So until next time. Mabuhay. Mabuhay. Mabuhay.